Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, we are continuing our conversation about our food environment and how to redesign our food environment so it works for us, so it helps us to make better food and eating choices, the ones that support our short and long-term health. And believe me, guys, when you take control of your food environment, you'll be surprised how much easier it gets to eat healthy, to stay healthy, and to be satisfied with the way you look, the way you feel. Uh, and and that's it. <laughs> so let's uh, keep talking about uh, the book Mindless uh, Eating, Why We Eat More Than We Think and How to Change It. Um, so first thing I'd like to talk to you about, in the book, it's called Health Halo. So what it means is we humans have this peculiar feature. When we see just the word healthy or all natural, or somehow somebody shows us nutrition information uh, in a more obvious way, like they do in Subway compared to McDonald's, for example. So we think that it is by default healthier, better for us, and it can cure us from a bunch of uh, or everything, all the diseases that there are. Uh, so uh, in the book, there was uh, an example about McDonald's and Subway. So they did that research. They, after people would have a meal in McDonald's and in Subway, like different people, they would ask them like how healthy they thought the food was. Also, they asked them like how many calories do you think you consumed in your meal? And so what was really interesting, uh, there was a pattern that in McDonald's, nobody really thought they were eating healthy. They just thought it was cheap, convenient, uh, kind of delicious. Uh, and um, they, people didn't fool themselves too much about how healthy it was. But almost the same items in Subway, just a little more nutritional information, uh, maybe a little bit better quality, but not a lot really. Uh, the same like burgers or fries or whatever that might be. People thought that whatever was in Subway, just because of the marketing, just because the calorie fat uh, information they showed to you, just because of that, people thought that they were eating healthier. Because they thought they were eating healthier, they would add extras, kind of like reward healthy eating behavior. They would add uh, extra mayo or extra fries or extra cheese because they were they thought, people thought that they were eating healthier compared to McDonald's and so now they could afford more. And what was really interesting is that people in Subway always thought, always under estimated the amount of calories they consumed by a lot, by like 50% compared to people in McDonald's for whom that was about 20 to 30%. It's still a lot. We tend to underestimate the amount of calories in our food, but it was um, much bigger underestimation in Subway just because there, there is this healthier halo around Subway food. So, 
and the conclusion is whenever we see that something says like for example low fat or low sugar we don't dig deeper into the details even though something might say might say you know fewer calories or lower in calories it might be like 10 calories less than re the regular version but because there is this healthier halo around that cookie or that protein bar or whatever that might be we think that it's much better for us and that's why we might eat twice as much or for example if some cookies would say low fat even though they might have a lot a lot of sugars and additives and might maybe have like 10 10 calories less per serving people assume that because they are low fat they can eat like a bunch of them and now instead of uh, eating let's say 100 uh, calories from cookies people would eat like 200 just because they thought they were low fat and they were better for them and now they could eat twice as much so be aware of that tendency of us humans to read labels and assume that overall it is much better and now we can eat more of it uh, even you know healthy food like nuts if you eat a lot of them you will be it will be hard for you to lose any weight so if you decide to switch from cookies to nuts well if you were eating just a couple of cookies and now you are eating bags of nuts it might turn out to be quite the effect might be quite the opposite you might actually gain weight because of that so just be aware of that healthy halo effect and don't assume things about foods uh, another interesting experiment and story in in the book was about pause points so they did a bunch of experiments and what they discovered was then whenever there was some obstacle for us to eat more of that food that we would eat less and manufacturing in that obstacle works for our better eating behavior so what do i mean by pause points and what do authors mean by that so we assume as human beings that whatever the container is that is the serving size so whenever you buy a can of coke you don't assume that half of it is serving size you drink the whole thing whenever you buy a pack of pringles uh, or a tube of pringles better say uh, we assume that the whole thing is the serving size not 10 potato chips who in their mind like counting potato chips like really who but what they did uh, in the experiment they actually took uh, a tube of Pringles and they marked they colored every tenth Pringle they cover they first every tenth they colored it in red then in the other tube and other in another experiment they colored every 15th Pringle as red so there were a bunch of yellow ones and there was every tenth was red or every 15th was red or there was a regular tube of Pringles where there was no coloring and so what they discovered was that whenever we have this mark that this is probably a good time to stop so we tend to stop so when they had every tenth Pringle colored in red people would eat would stop either after eating 10 Pringles pieces or they would stop in 20 
So, you know, either one serving or two servings, not in between. That's how we wired. When they marked every 15th Pringle as red, people on average would stop at 15 Pringle. And when there was no coloring whatsoever, people would people would eat on average 23 Pringles. So more than when they were marked, you know, every 10th, every 15th, people would eat more. And so how you can use it, for example, uh, when you buy a big bag of, let's say, nuts, maybe almonds or maybe cashews, also buy a pack of Ziploc bags and put 30 grams of almonds in one of those bags. And then the next time you feel like eating almonds, just grab one of those 30 gram bags. And guys, that will help you a lot to uh, modify and to manage your eating behavior. Let me tell you a story from my life. I like uh, when I feel especially hungry when I uh, was my day was when my day was super active and busy and at night around seven or eight p.m. Even though I don't like to eat that late, when I feel extremely hungry and I don't feel like going to bed hungry, what I do is I would have some nuts. But the problem I had before was that I would eat too much of nuts and then I would feel heavy and then the next morning you know I wouldn't feel good and my digestion was off and of course my weight was not really where I wanted it to be and so what I did is before eating those nuts I would tell myself I'm gonna go and eat nuts and I'm gonna only have let's say two handfuls and that's it so I would go to a bag of nuts I would take two handfuls put them on a separate plate and go to the other room and eat them and finish them. And it works every single time compared to the times when I had a whole bag in front of me and I would just tell myself, oh, I'll just eat a little. I'll just eat a couple of handfuls. Never worked. Not, not, like, not a single time it worked. So what I did instead, again, I told myself I'm going to have just two handfuls. I would go to that bag. I would take two handfuls, put them in a separate on a separate plate and I would go to the other room to finish those nuts, almonds or um, cashews or walnuts, uh, whatever I was eating. And that worked. So that's how I use pause points to help myself to manage my eating habits. Um, another interesting thing that I'd like to share with you is the concept of reformulated, reformulated foods and stealth health. So basically, uh, in the book, they did a bunch of experiments and they noticed that people tend to be less satisfied. Uh, not all of the people, but some people tend to be less satisfied, uh, hunger-wise and satisfaction and taste, when they're reminded that this food is healthier. So maybe this hamburger is healthier because it uses low-carb buns or something like that. So people would be satisfied less than they usually are with a regular hamburger. But if you don't tell people anything, they would be just as satisfied, they would notice nothing, and they would finish when the hamburger is finished. They would not 
regret that they didn't have that other one because they didn't even have an idea that it was any different. Uh, and so the lesson from this is if you're trying to help someone to change their eating habits or your family maybe member, then don't tell them anything you know, um, add different veggies, more veggies to their meals, uh, change the usual uh, noodles like I did with my father to shirataki noodles and add some sauce, add something else to give it flavor, to make it less noticeable. Don't tell anything and people will notice nothing and will be just as satisfied. But uh, in a few weeks, uh, they'll notice that they look and feel better. So, you know, miracle. So use that to help yourself and people around you to change their eating habits for good stealth health so it's not always better to tell people to tell people <laughs> that it's healthier um and to kind of like sum it up food behavior engineering that's a very powerful concept guys and it works according to all the studies it works much 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 better than any diet. So again, um, you want to somehow modify your food environment, your food behavior, so you don't have to think about it and you're going to eat less. And when you have that, it's easier for you to maintain and lose weight in our fattening environment that uh, always tells us from every corner, from all the media, that we need to eat something, try something, you know, like there is the snack that we should be snacking on all the time. Um, one of the best, you know, one of the best um, strategies is to create food rules. For myself, I'm the person of food rules. Like, I don't eat sugar, I don't eat grains, I don't eat dairy ever. Uh, if I ever have a craving for something sweet or something that I know not really, doesn't really work for uh, my goals, for my health, what I have a rule. If it happens at night, if I crave something that I know is not that beneficial to me, but I still crave it, what I tell myself is, okay, you can have whatever you want, that ice cream, that cookie, the chocolate, but you can only have it in the morning. So you can have it, but not now, in the morning. And guess what, guys? Since I started doing that, I stopped eating anything at night. Because the tension was released, my mind was okay with the idea that, okay, we're still gonna have it, it's still there, but we just need to wait. And in the morning, what my motivation, my decision-making was much, much better. And I, and I didn't even crave that thing. So that rule saved me so much health and um, guilt guilty pleasures. Uh, so make your own rules. Um, like intermittent fasting, guys. Oh my God. Um, sorry about that. I had a small accident in my recording studio. <laughs> uh, intermittent fasting, guys, it's uh, another way to manage your eating behavior. It's another rule. Why intermittent fasting works so well for so many people? Because it's so easy. You either eat or you don't eat. So that's another food rule. Um, another thing that I have is whenever in the middle of the day I crave something sweet, some dessert or something else, it doesn't happen really often these days because I eat so well, like nutritionally. But whenever that happens, I tell myself, okay, if you are hungry 
for that specific thing, maybe for some carbohydrates or anything, you can have it after a full meal, after a balanced meal. And more often than not, I realize that I'm not hungry. I might be down, I might be sad, I might want to use food as, you know, medication to give me a pickup or something else. And then I start working on addressing that issue instead of uh, medicating myself with food. Uh, So now whenever, again, I have a craving, I'm like, okay, if it's a real hunger, then have a meal first and then you can have your dessert. And again, that never happens. So that was also a very powerful discovery for me that uh, I was using food as medication. And once I started to address hunger and my emotions separately, those cravings, they just disappear. And um, I don't fool myself into thinking that food I needed for some nutrition benefits. The, the quote that I'd like to leave us with Uh, finishing this book review is this one. The best diet is the one you don't know you are on. And I couldn't agree with this more, guys. Now, you can go keto or paleo or low carb or reduce your calories. But if it feels like it's too much work and you're constantly feeling like you're on a diet, like you're depriving yourself, like you're struggling, that's not going to stick. And probably what our experience and studies show and all the weight loss statistic and weight regain, I'd better say, statistics show, and probably you're going to bounce back and bounce back even to worse place because you were depriving yourself for so long. And this food uh, behavior modifiers or uh, designing your food environment, that they help you to uh, change your eating behavior to improve your health, your weight, your well-being without having to be on some sort of diet, without depriving yourself much, without um, having to make conscious decision every single day to be on that diet. And also the truth is, guys, you just need to change a couple of things. Maybe uh, don't drink Diet Coke. Maybe eat one cookie instead of two cookies. Maybe um, start not snacking at night and instead uh, asking yourself, you know, if I really want that cookie, I might ha- uh, I can have it in the morning, but not now. A lot of strategies that we talked about uh, in um, this series of episodes, how you can modify your food environment, how you can design it, change it, so uh, better eating habits are easier. So that's the better way to do that. And just one challenge that might stand in your way of adapting that change for life is you need to make a habit out of it. So you make the right decision even when the situation is far from ideal. And to make a habit out of it, you need to stay consistent for a while. And in the book, they uh, suggest you to use checklist, not like a checklist, but checkmark strategy to make sure that you are consistent for a while until it becomes your habit, your second nature. So basically what you do is at the end of the day, you put a check mark somewhere on your phone, maybe on your calendar somewhere, and that check mark will show you um, that you did this behavior, that you were consistent. And 
you know, life is not perfect. We are not perfect. You might sometimes not do it and that's okay. But if most of the time you are consistent with that new habit, you're going to get results. The most important thing is to stay consistent. And also, guys, just from my experience, don't fall for the health halo effect. Just because something says healthy, all natural, uh, low fat, low sugar or whatever, uh, don't allow yourself to eat unlimited amounts of it and don't think that somehow it's magical and now you it will help you to improve your health your eating habits just because on the label it says healthier or all natural or low fat you know there might be a load of other crap that is in there so um do listen to the series of episodes that we were doing through this week, they will help you. They will give you a lot of ideas how to change your environment to help you practice healthier eating habits for life without feeling like you're on a diet, without having to be on any sorts of diet and just eat healthier, balanced meals. So we have a lot of different strategies here, guys, and just use them in uh, eating healthier might feel like no work at all. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for staying with me through this episode. Share this episode with someone who is struggling with weight loss, with fat loss, with changing their eating habits for life. Um, Use the strategies to also help your loved ones, your family to eat better, maybe your roommates, maybe your girlfriends, your boyfriends. So, um, you know, maybe listen to this episode and... um, modify their food environment, share these episodes with them, if that kind of thing might work for them. Uh, And have a beautiful weekend, guys. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.